Blog Talk Radio. Hello, blessings, 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 good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are and whatever time it is at the sound of you hearing our broadcast, we bid you hello, we pray that you are having an incredibly blessed day, we hope that you are safe from everything that's going on in the world right now. Um, and we just want you to know that we truly love you. Sometimes you just need to hear that somebody loves you in the course of the day because life at this point in time can be so challenging for us everywhere we turn that we just want to say we love you, and we are so, so glad and so happy that God has seen fit to connect us in the airwaves, be it through cyberspace, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever, (laughs) We thank God for you. This is the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and I am joined by the forever effervescent, beautiful, gorgeous, talented Miss Tanya Roberts, my girl, my my person. I thank God for you. How are you today? Wow, again. After that introduction, you keep breathing life into me, and I'm telling you, it works. It's not about all the accolades. It's just about you bringing back to my spiritual woman, that spiritual person inside of who God created me to be, and I love you for seeing that. Past all the faults and the difficulties in the past, I thank you for loving me for today and now and forevermore, and I love you, Elder pastor, a woman of God, saleswoman, expertise of business, I give all accolades and the platform to you because you have truly walked the life that I have seen before God, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, and you have still overcome. And I love you, and I thank God I'm awesome for I love you too, and thank you, thank you, thank you. It has absolutely, absolutely um, been incredible, you know. We we have walked through some things. Let me put it that way: good, bad, and different, oh. up, down, in, and out. <laughs> yes, but you ma'am. know, the, yes, it, that's when you know God has given you a kingdom connection because it it will withstand the test of time. Seriously, um, and I think that we are very, very blessed to to be connected as sisters in the Lord. So I thank and praise God for that. You know, and especially we're, we're going to talk about our topic, but in the midst of everything that is currently going on right now um, in the world, it's not just around you in your home, your foreign no more. It, it is now permeated into the whole wide world. You know, between the the virus and the systemic yes. racism and everything else that's going on. I mean, the nations have joined us. <laughs> it's, just, it's incredible. It really, really is incredible, you know. Um, yes. And it's a beautiful thing to see. And, and I'm going to say this, and you know me, I don't, I don't get into that politic rant. But I will say this. What is really, really a beautiful thing for me is to see how other nations have stood up and said what they see going on in America is wrong. 
even though we have distanced ourselves from our allies, we've been more aligned with our adversaries for years. Um, but God is God has just made sure that, you know, he is just like us. We talked about this for the past couple of weeks, how God has just been doing an, an uncovering, you know, yeah. and showing and just showing forth to the world what's going on, what's going on in this country, what's going on in their country. You know, he is, he, he ain't playing. You know what I'm saying? He's not playing favorites. Yeah. He is like for real. Real. For real, for real. Real. And and for real, I for just, you know Yeah. And I just for me, I'm grateful. I am grateful that we have friends in other places. You know, people that are unlikely that were unlikely for you to have thought to be your friend. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of yeah. times we we don't realize that God has things in store for us, excuse me, that we had no sense of knowing, no sense of, you know, how is this going to work? You know what I'm saying? And and God has just stepped in the midst and said, well, let me show you how it's going to work. I'm going to be God, okay? And because I am God, I will place people in positions, in places that you never even dreamed of to walk this thing out with you. So that's how it's going to work. And that's an incredible thing to me. I promise you. I, I'm at awe. I am seriously at awe with that. Amen. Amen to that one, sir. I, you know what? You're absolutely right. You know, um, I was out yesterday, and my husband and I, and we came across some really awesome people um, that weren't African-American. At first, it seemed like a very uncomfortable situation because, um you know, when you, you, it's not a lot of your ethnicity around or whatever, I'm okay with that. I'm like, the more of y'all, the merrier, you know what I'm saying? When we all come down, you guys will be loving this. So, but at the same time, I realized with everything that's going on, I wondered how it was going to stand. And it was some really awesome people. They didn't say much, but they gave smiles or waves or whatever way that they possibly can to say it's okay. I passed um, we were in the mountains, and I passed several flags that said, we're going to be okay. We're going to, mm. it's going to be okay. And I was amazed, and it was an American flag, but it said, we're going to be okay. Several times mm. I passed that in, in, in a distance, too. So I kept hearing, it's just like my the Holy Spirit saying, it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, it's a reminder. It's I rem- sometimes you you really need that reminder because, you know, with all the craziness going on, you'll be questioning, like, are we going to be yes. okay? You know? Yes. Are we? Yes. Because, you you know, it's like this has really brought out a lot of diff- a lot of different flavors of the ice cream now. And people um, thought, what a thought, I was like, really? You? You know what I'm trying to say to people that I didn't think? that they would, and I'm going, really, you down? Okay. You know, so I think hmm. after this moment in this time, because he's turning around and showing us, and now I keep hearing that word saying people that you wouldn't even expect, people that don't even look the way you thought they would look or talk the way that you thought they would talk or be among mm-hmm. what you thought you Those are the ones that are down with you. Those are the ones that are protecting you. So it it excites me because it doesn't matter, you know, we get or what we think it is and God shows us now see all that you thought? No, that Hmm. wasn't nothing. He said it wasn't even here. And it wasn't it's like it wasn't even him. You know, you get caught up in different things thinking, oh, this has got to be God. See, we, <laughs> thank you, Lord. I just hear this in my spirit. We have the Elijah syndrome where Elijah went into the cave and he was so busy looking for God. He thought, you know, he was in the wind. He thought he was in the thunder. He thought he was in all of those things. And when it all boiled down to it, he wasn't in any of those things. He was in a quiet, still voice. Quiet, still voice. 
Exactly. You know? And I think, and I think yeah. we do the same thing. You know, we are so busy looking for him in all the wrong places and expecting him to materialize in a manner that we want him to materialize as, that we right. miss him. We, we literally miss him. And it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy because yeah. we're too busy trying to tell God how to be God. Okay? Yes. We are. Yes. The one how to come to us or how to appear yes. to us or how, how to speak to us. And, how to, you know, how, how you supposed yeah. to do it, God. This is how you supposed to do it, God. Like, what? Right. Hmm. It's crazy. Wow, that's powerful. Girl, it's so so crazy. I, now you can lead into what we're going to talk about, sis, because I think that will take a part of the segment right there. Are you being this or are you being that? So lead it exactly. Show, are you focused or are you being distracted by everything that's going on? And you're right, sis. This is a great segue into this. Are you focused or are you being distracted by what is going on? You know, are you focused on your father? Are you focused on God? Let me hear from you in the midst of this. God, how do you want me to to react to what's going on? God, what is my role in this? Or, you know, are you so discombobulated and distracted that you're all over the place? You don't know which end is up. And you right. have not availed yourself to the movement of God in your life. Amen. Amen. Are you becoming sicker during these times? Not with the COVID-19, but I say, I call it the spiritual COVID-19. Are you becoming sick and you're dying through this process? Or are you becoming healed and alive during this process? So it is being Mm. focused or distracted. Because when you're distracted, you're dying. It's so easy, you guys. I'm going to keep it real. Can I, can I? Shout out first, sis. I Absolutely. felt at first, yeah, I felt like I was so focused when this came in, working out, you know, during my fasting time, making sure I pay attention to what I'm eating, to taking and everything. And this came in and it threw me like if I was in water on a surfboard and I didn't know how to surf and a big wave came and flipped me upside down. And, mm. I, you know, um, seeing my husband sick, to being healed, thank you, Jesus. And at the same time, during his healing, it was a time to relax, but it was a time also to get off track because it seems like we seem to get off track when things are going well or it seems like everything is okay or a little bit all right. And Mm -hmm. I'm realizing now, you know, my boss at my job, the meat manager, Mr. Larry, said to me, you know, I said, you know, the Lord was speaking to me. And what he told me was, it's so easy to get caught up with the everyday mundane. It's so easy to get caught up with gossip and bullcrap sometimes before you know it. And um, we need him. And if we learn how to clean up our own backyard and concentrate on ourselves, we don't have time to worry about somebody else. And he said, you know what, Tanya? He said, the Lord had me in James. Um, chapter James, and he said, it's not a big chapter, but it lets us know that even through our opposition, we should be glad. And he left me with that. And saying what you're saying, even right now during these times, we don't like to be challenged or um, whatever, uh, um, challenged, or should I say, Lady Lord's been showing me myself, Tanya this, Tanya that. And I was like, not me, Lord. And he showed me, yes, you are here, and yes, you are there. And I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? So I thank him for that. I thank him for bringing it to my attention where I'm, I get off track on things. And I thank him for bringing it to my attention when I think that I don't have that problem, because I do. And I mm. thank him for that. And those are little pivots of opposition and little pivots of battles. Um, let me explain something to you. I had to realize that. When they say the battlefield is in the moonlight, it is. Because every oh, yeah. day I can find myself, whether it's at a traffic light or at work or whatever, and, man, before I know it, I have some stinking thinking. And I have to mm. go, ooh, 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 
What are you doing, Tanya? How did you get there? I started off hmm. everything awesome and blitz, and before I know it, I'm like, you know what? This, that, this, that, thinking, thinking. So, I'm turning the platform over to you, but I'm going to leave it like this, you guys. I'm going to keep it real with you. I struggle. And the only way that I can get through those struggles is to spend time with the Lord and literally in my spirit start singing that song, I Need Thee. Oh, I Mm. need thee. Whatever it is, I have to start getting positive because I'm telling you, we're living in a time of big distraction to take us off the course of what we're really here and our purpose is here to do. Amen. Believe it like that. Man, let me tell you something. It, you, in this day and time, and this is the honest to God truth, you can't keep your focus without God, straight out. I mean, there is no way of getting around it because there is so much going on that your emotions will have you all over the place, will be spinning. And the next thing you know, you will be in a padded room just beating your head up against the wall because you don't know what else to do, seriously. I mean, this is such a time of upheaval and, and troubled you know, emotions, everything. It's like I have to keep reminding myself, and this is why I remind other people as well so often, as often as I do, like in my Facebook Lives in the morning and at different times. The reason I do that is because I have to continually remind myself that the word of God said, be angry and sin not. Be angry and sin not. Okay, I have to remind Mm -hmm. myself that in the days when Christ walked the earth, there was the same kind of unrest, unheaval, oppressive spirit roaming and trying to keep the Israelites down. Okay, but when he got on that mountainside and taught the Beatitudes, he knew exactly what was going on in the earth room at that time. Let me tell you. I, I, I had to do some broadcast yesterday because God's Glory Network has now gone television. So I had to go and, and record some, some TV broadcasts. And in the midst of talking about it, you know, it was like, this is what I said. And, and guys, don't, you know, you can email me if you want to. I don't care. But <laughs> this is the truth of the matter. And this is me saying, um, I think I need to put this disclaimer out there that this is quite let speaking what she feels, okay? This is no reflection how they do it. This is no reflection on the It's Real Radio <laughs> And since we don't have any sponsors, I don't have to worry about them taking us off the air because I am the sponsor. So <laughs> that being said, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is me. This is how I feel, okay? I firmly believe that in every big movement for change, there has to be a Martin and there has to be a Malcolm. There has to be that that peace person, that one that's trying to bring um, a peaceful resolve to what's going on, and there has to be that one that says by any means necessary. person has their own role to play. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, That being said, I believe that we as the body of Christ, our role is what Christ told us in the Beatitude, and he said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall inherit the kingdom of God. So our role is that role of the peacemaker. But I will not sit here and point fingers and talk down to other people because they're doing other things if they're in the right frame of mind. Now, if you're just out there and you're doing crazy stuff just to be doing crazy stuff, then, you know, you got a price to pay and so be it. But there are those that have to hold that bullhorn and shout just a little louder to get that voice heard. You know, because when you think about it, now Malcolm said by any means necessary, but Malcolm wasn't out there killing nobody. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't out there destroying anything. So hear me now. Don't misrepresent what I'm saying to you, okay? He wasn't out there looting, you know. He, he wasn't doing that, but he had a platform, and the words that he perpetrated from that platform were very strong, harsh words. Martin's words 
had the same connotation, but they were spoken in a different manner. They both were speaking to bring about change. This is what I'm saying. So I don't want nobody running around talking about, oh, girl, she, she up there agreeing that we need to be looting and all of that. No, that's a lie from the pit of hell. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, though, each one had a message to deliver. And when they delivered that message, it took both, both that sternness in your face. Let me tell you what I feel, message, coupled with the message of, but even though I feel that way, I'm speaking it in peace and love. This is what I'm saying. And it's necessary. It's necessary. And that's just my feeling. You can share yours, but that's that's just how I feel. There's nothing wrong with what you're saying. I believe that in my heart. I believe if it wasn't for Rosa Parks, then things wouldn't have changed. I believe still, if it wasn't for Martin Luther King, things would not have changed. I'm not telling you I still feel like we're going back, but things will not change. Time to rise up a new nation, a new people that are not fearful, but yet at the same time not hateful, but want to invoke a change. Someone that's not scared to speak up, someone to say, this is just not right. Now, we can tolerate so much. We spin just like you do. We give just like you guys do. We do everything just like you do. Why can't we get the same justice? Now, I'm not going to lie to you. It doesn't matter what color you are. There's fools in every bunch. But know the difference between the ones and not the ones. No, there is a difference. We don't all need to be treated on the same scale. We don't treat everybody else on the same scale. Because I feel like mm-hmm. every man, how how you do, it doesn't matter if you black, white, or candy stripe. It's not just about black lives matter. You can call me and email me if you want to. All lives matter. All mm-hmm. people that, that have a purpose and want to serve a purpose on on a good note for justice. Sometimes you have to be a little outrageous or a little. I'm not telling you, like you said, sis, I don't believe in all that loose, tearing up stuff, okay? No, no, no. And that's why I wanted to clarify. I don't want nobody there. thinking that's yeah, what I I'm, get there. I'm saying. You know, I, I, okay, I'm just being honest. Please don't tear school. I don't have any kids to go to school, but kids need to go to school. You know, different yeah. things like that believe that when you stand for justice and you stand for the right, then you're not outrageous and you're not crazy. But I believe that you know how to do it, especially when God leads you to do it and it's your purpose to do it. So yes, I'm the same way. Yes. But, but stay focused on what what it's all about and not distracted. Period. Amen. We're not for robbing Amen. and going out there tearing up the malls. That is, y'all. But that's not what we stand for. We're standing for our rights and what is right. It doesn't matter if it's a black man on the ground, a white man, a Chinese man, or whatever on the ground. It's just not right the way that things are being done and things are being handled, period. I'm sick and tired of corporations riding on the backbone of their workers. You're not paying them. You're giving them big titles, but you don't want to give them the money that goes along with it. But you're becoming rich. As they become poor and they're beating their backs to the, the stone. I don't care what color you are. Pay them for what they're worth. Give them yeah. their just due. Why do we have to steal people right now working on jobs 10 years? You, you still making $9 now? Y'all better stop. Um. I don't care what color you are. But any time that you can hoard insurance companies and different people sitting there you're robbing people. You know you're robbing people. But it, it means nothing to you. It doesn't matter what color you are. I don't care if you're a white, black, purple, or green minister. If you're not doing the right thing, you're not doing the right thing. You're that's right. what it's all about. Now that's the bottom you line. That's the bottom line. Right. That's right. Right. That's insane. You know, and one thing you just said, it's like wrong is wrong. Let me tell you one of the most 
one of the things that angered me the most this past week, I mean, because, you know, every week there's a, there's a new top of the list thing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, just, it just keeps going. And it was the mistreatment that the police are having toward our elderly. And, and it, it blew my mind. It showed in Phoenix where the police pushed down this elderly man with a cane, okay? And he was white. Now, the two men I'm about to tell you about, both of them were Caucasian men. This was an elderly white man with a cane, and you pushed him down? Like, really? And then there was Buffalo, New York last week where they pushed down this 75-year-old man, watched him bleeding from his ear, and wouldn't let anybody help him. You know, and then you're going to release the report, oh, he tripped and fell, when the video, because you didn't know there was a video, when the video came out, it specifically saw you push him down, and one of the officers wanted to stop and check on him, and another officer, the other officer that had pushed him down, pushed the officer out the way, told him not to touch him? Really? It's like, come on, people. You know, let's recognize what is really, really going on here. Seriously. I mean, this we is just time out for the dumb stuff. Right. We had a situation um, a little bit before the covert began. A young man and, and another guy, uh, 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 um, they shot him. I want to say he was 16 years old. They rushed him. They jumped all in the car. For some reason, they wound up at the gas, at the gas station where one officer wanted to let him die and the other officer, Hispanic officer, wanted to save him. They began to get in a fight with um, two officers. Because he didn't want crazy. to save him. He wanted them to die. What are you trying to save him for? But Let me that, tell you something, you absolutely ridiculous. Like, come on, really? Yeah, but we're in a spiritual warfare. You know what's really yes, bad? You guys are really going to start seeing the purposes of people. When they start dying, it's because the enemy want to kill their purpose. And that's what you guys really need to see. He's trying to kill all the people that have a purpose that can make a change and a difference in the world. Be, I, I tell people all the time, my godmother used to tell me all the time, if the devil ain't messing with you, if, you, if you're a child of God, you should be concerned. Some kind uh-huh. of way. Nobody wants to go through. Nobody wants to feel um, haggled. Or, I'm not telling you that. Please hear me. I don't want, who wants to go through it? But I'm going to tell you, sometimes you got to look at it. It's nothing but the enemy trying to take out the men with purpose, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there is definitely what you just said is real, 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 which is why we have to be so focused is it's a spiritual warfare. I mean, that is the bottom line, and we've got to recognize it for what it is. We miss it. We absolutely miss it when we become discombobulated and all over the place, you know? So that's why it is so important that we keep our focus. Let the main thing be the main thing. Don't let them get your focus off, okay? The main thing is what is God speaking to you in this hour that you need to be paying attention to and that you need to be doing? Do not allow the rhetoric, even from the highest office in the land, because woo-wee, but don't allow the rhetoric that's going on around you cause you to get off your course. God has a plotted out course for you. There is a reason. And he, hey, bottom line. God ain't sitting up there going, oh, my God, did you see that? Oh, I can't believe that happened. Come on now. He absolutely positively (laughs) knows what's going on. And he's not sitting in shock. He already knew what was going to happen. It is unfortunate, but he knows the evil hearts of man. He knows the evil hearts of man. He knew how evil our hearts were, which is why he sent us a Savior. What we need to be doing is praying that these other evil-hearted people out there will come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior so they can have a changing of their ways the same way God prompted us to change ours. That's what we need to be doing. For real, for real. Amen. 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 That's sort of like what the Lord told me. Can you, when you worry about cleaning up your own front and backyard, you don't have time to worry about what somebody else is doing. I'm telling Man, you, this, 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 
so that you can change your, your, your walk, your trail, your way. And it's so easy sometimes, especially when you're married. Then it's so much easier to look at that person and go, what the devil? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie to anybody. And, you know, look, and, and it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, the people you love or whatever. If your coworker, it's just so easy to look at them and go, look what they are. Oh, I can't believe. You know what I'm saying? Well, look what you do. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Man, please. You're seeing you see right there. You see it right Every there. time I look at mine cross-eyed, God, that those eyes are crossed because God is telling me, look look at you. That's why the eyes are crossed. Okay. Yeah, he gets me every time. I can't even look at people now. I can hear the Lord <laughs> saying, what you doing? And I go, Father, I'm just, um, I was like, see, what, I, what I'm saying is. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you start you stuttering. Know, oh, my God. <laughs> And it's so easy, you guys, to be distracted by the people that are um, um, standing right now, by the people that are looting right now, by the people, you know, the news right now, what they're saying, um, what you're seeing on the Internet, Twitter, Facebook. It's so easy to be distracted by that. It's, you know, if you're a person to wake up every day and look at the news, it's so easy to be distracted. I told you guys a long time ago, you know, I had a, a – very bad thing. I was watching Snapped on Lifetime and Mystery Crime. Before I knew it, I started looking up every looking upside everybody's head, like they were a mm. possible suspect. And mm-hmm. the Lord let me know because of what I was filling my mind and my heart with. But what I want you guys to know is, you know, it's really sad. You know, we live in times now where, you know, what the world needs now is love, sweet love. I just want to keep singing that song and bring that song back out, you know, um, mm. because we have lost track and our individual opinions and our distractions are taking us off course. And that's what the enemy wants us to do. He wants us not yep. to go to the voting poll. He wants us not. Come on, you guys. I understand. There's two demons. We had two demons last time and two demons this time. You know, but you have to really be led by the Holy Spirit because, again, everybody thought when Trump went into office, but I kept hearing the Lord say to me, I told you I'll make your enemies your footstool. So no matter who is in there, God can still allow that enemy to become your footstool and for you to still be able to survive and you still, because he said, even in these times we shall be fed. And, you know, we have to be careful because there's so much going on. Don't lose focus. I do. Get with people that you mm-hmm. love. Get in a self-help group. Get with strong-minded people alike. See, can you talk to people? Because we need each other right now. Long oh, right ago, now. With the quickness. Yeah, you have to listen to the CD. I pray for you. You pray for me. And watch God change things. And during that song was when that happened. When that great flood came in, the bow broke and gnawing, and we had to stick together. And, um, we, you know, we people without and people hungry and starving and different things. If you look at the prices in the grocery store, if you look at everything that's going on now, you guys, we need each other. And I truly believe that the Lord is sitting back seeing just how we're going to do this with the resources that we have and what he's blessed us with. Can we do this? And right mm. now, I feel like we're we're failing considerably because we this is not about hate and, and, divi- and division and taking sides. This is not about this, but this is about remaining strong and confident and sure. And even yeah. though you may not, I don't hear it every day, folks. So I don't. I, I, that's that distraction. I get home from work. I'm tired before I know it. I've looked at two hours or on Facebook. And before you know it, it's time for me to go to bed, and I'm up trying to do it again. You know, and then if you got somebody that you love that you're taking care of that's sick, you're doing that. And then before you know it, you're like, good Lord, six, seven hours and passed away, and it's time to get up and do it again. That's how quick it is. That's how easy it is to get off track. But ask mm-hmm. God and ask the Holy Spirit to keep you mindful and to keep your heart right during these times and keep love in your heart and don't take your his Holy Spirit from you. We need that right now. We need that light, his guidance. We need to 
know if you tell us to go to go shift up to the hills, we need to run. You tell us to stay, yeah. we need to stay. Because Amen. you guys come No, the devil is not more powerful than God. But he's only powerful when we allow our minds to become distracted and don't be mindful of God when the enemy has the power. So, again, are you focused or are you distracted? This is not picking on anybody, pointing the finger at anybody. I'm telling you right now, some days I'm focused, some days I'm distracted. And I know mm-hmm. it's not right. I'm struggling every day, and that's why I need God on my side. Because some days I feel so positive, so focused, and other days I feel like, uh, I can't say it on the air. Amen. So I'll give you the platform again. Okay. I feel you. I so feel you. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. You know, and like I said, and I know, I'm sure, because I know you, that you share um, the same struggles where, like I said a few minutes ago, you keep telling other people so you keep reminding yourself, you know? I mean, seriously, sometimes that is why God will put you out there as a witness because, you know, it's like you've got to be a witness for what he's doing in your life in order to be a witness in somebody else's life. So as you're out there and you're sharing, you're you're sharing your heart, you're sharing you know, how God is moving and, and what God is speaking in your spirit, half the time you're telling it to that person because God is telling it to you right that moment, right at that same moment. And I know for me it has been times that after some words came out of my mouth, it would be like, you know, you just start rubbing your head saying, yes, Daddy, I hear you. Okay. <laughs> it's like, it's really just that real. You know, it's like, you know, you, he's telling you to tell this person that, but you absolutely positively know he's saying it to you. He's saying it to you. And it's like, okay, <laughs> I got you. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, this yeah. is real. Yeah. And a lot of times, since when he gives you the minister to somebody else, it's also because he wants you to hear it as well. It doesn't mean that you're perfect. It just means that you're an open vessel that he can use to be able to minister to someone else. And sometimes when I'm ministering to people now, you know what I told them? Okay, that message is not only for you, but God told me it's for me too. Okay, so mm-hmm. I have to put it out there. So I believe it's the time, again, my favorite saying now is each one teach one. You know, mm-hmm. I went to what at Lowe's and it was two brothers and young brothers and they gave me awesome customer service I felt and I had to let them know wow thank you so much because what you don't know is if black lives matter then it matters to us first how we treat each other and there was no reward besides me buying from this company but you still gave me the best service and in great respect and I don't know how to tell you how Mm -hmm. much that means because if you can't get to the place where I work I'm going to make sure that I give you the best customer service and treat you well because I Amen. want you to know how bad you are. So take that message I told both of them and each one teach one. We need to let each other know that black lives do matter. But black lives yes. matter to us as a soul first. Then we can demand respect from them. But we can't call each other the N-word, the nigger, and everything out of content and, and, and everything right. else, and shoot each other, and rob each other, and steal from each other, and then say, what? Hmm. And we're, we're not respecting what? ourselves. You're absolutely we're correct. Ourselves. You know, let me tell you something. When my, my baby daughter, you guys heard many stories. I love her. But I'm going to tell you why the, the battle was so strong, because I never had given her any reason to disrespect me. By the time I was out in the street, she never knew about it. I was doing everything I can to put myself back in focus of being mom and to go back to mm-hmm. nine to five. And, and she never even so much even seen me pour a drink if I did. Mm. Never got high around her, never did any of that. So when she began to speak down to me, that became an opposed to problem to my land because I never mm. did anything deserve that from her. So that's why I mm-hmm. was able to go to the father and say, now, Dad, now, if you don't take her from me, I'm going to take her out of this world. 
I can see me in prison right now. Mm, I can see her mm, buried. I'm just saying, mm. I love her. But that's how I was back then. And I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. You can only demand respect from people when you know that you've done everything to earn that. And they still yeah. respect you. It doesn't matter if it's a marriage. It doesn't matter if it's a relationship, a friendship, or whatever the case may be. Don't, you know, I tell people all the time, learn the new person. Just because you've known them 20 or 25 years, don't treat them like you did 25 years ago. They're not the same person. Amen, amen, amen. Better or worse, but treat them accordingly to how they are now and what they've proven and shown you. If they were a flint back then, they may be consistent now, but you don't know. Or the woman of God or the man of God they are now. So I'm just really saying to you, focus and distraction can work on both sides. We're talking about a little bit of mm-hmm. everything, you guys, because it does, mm-hmm. just doesn't mean out there. It means on your job, in your home, in your relationship, as a parent, as a mom. Please hear me. My kids may not speak to me, but that's their own, that's their own reason. Because when I do the math and when I look it over, I'm doing whatever I can to invoke change within myself and to see Amen. what I've done. Now, if you still have the problem, I don't know what to tell you. But exactly. again, don't judge us according to our skin color. I don't care what color you are. Judge me according to how I treat you mm-hmm. and how I come to you. If I give you respect, you should give me respect. And you give me disrespect? Well, again, I'm telling everybody to pray for me because I'm still struggling mm-hmm. with things. And I may have to take the other other road. Again, pray for me. Amen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I have found? And I thank and praise God because it, to me, it it's um, a mark of growth, you know, Um I'm not what I desire to be yet. Don't get me wrong. I'm definitely still a work in progress and probably will be um, until the day God brings me home. But at the same time, when things happen and I can see me handle it in a different way, I give praise and glory to God. I give praise and glory to God because I absolutely positively know that, you know what, Daddy, you are really, really working within me. Thank you. You know, even the small things, Thank you. You know, the times where you just absolutely know what you would have done, but you didn't. Thank you. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you for for every milestone that you have allowed me to cross, to make, you know, in pressing toward being who you have called me to be. And like you just said, sis, you know, God in heaven knows I don't get it right all the time. But I thank and praise God that I keep pressing. I was listening to a motivational tape this past week while I was walking, and I don't remember exactly who said this because I was listening to so many of them. I think it was Les Brown. I believe it was. But the statement was made that we say all the time practice makes perfect. And he said that's an incorrect statement. He said practice makes better. It doesn't make perfect because things can always be better. You're always striving to make it better. And I was like, yes, you know what? That's, that's real. That's him. That, that, that is him. real. That's yes, so real. Is. And I, I love yes, that. That resonated in my spirit. I love that because, you know, we're running around here thinking, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not perfect. I, I'm trying. You know what I'm saying? haven't reached perfection. Yeah. But as he said, things can always get better. Practice right. to make it better. To make it better. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. And sometimes it has to be handed down from generation to generation to get better. Generation. Excuse me. I I'm sorry. Each generation has a role to play. And so how we handle things in our generation are going to be different than how the next generation handles it, but prayerfully the next generation gets better. 
Amen. Do I Amen. to hand down a legacy to them that they can improve upon, that they can hand down to their next generation, that they can improve upon? And it should just continue to keep going until that day when Christ cracked the sky open once again and say, all right, we're done. Come on. <laughs> you know? It should yes. continually yes. get better. Yes. Yes, sis. that's powerful. Because that, that's Les Brown. I'm letting everybody know that's Les Brown. And when I heard that, it blew my mind. Because let me say something to you. I have had several, I feel like since I, from Atlanta to Augusta, I've probably had over 20-something different business offers come in. And different things, from paralegal to different things. And I've tried several things, and, and, and it didn't go well, I dropped the ball. My passion wasn't there. And I'm not saying it's anything wrong with the business. It just wasn't a fit for me. But I'm saying that now because what, what they all teach you is to become repetitious in anything that you do. Read a book, mm-hmm. uh, study, pay attention, uh, listen to some tapes, and do that. And, and it's, it doesn't matter if it's real estate, you guys. It doesn't matter what it is. It, it, if you're learning a new language or whatever the case may be, it will basically tell you 15, 20 minutes a day. You have to spend time with it. You have to eat, sleep, and drink it. And that's how mm-hmm. you become it. And that's how I believe in my heart that millionaires are being made, business, business people are becoming business because you have to eat it every day. You'll lose it. It doesn't matter what you yeah. I've typed before. before. I think back in the day, type 55 words a minute. Good. And then, of course, then it became 100 words or whatever the case may be. But if you're not typing all the time, then eventually you'll lose it. If I speak a foreign language, um, unless it's so it's a, my culture, then eventually if I don't speak it in a while, I'm going to maybe forget certain dialects or certain words. So what we're saying here, it's an everyday practice to stay focused and to be distracted. Every day is a practice. Because every day the enemy want to bring distraction. I'm telling you guys, mm-hmm. I can be at work feeling feeling fine, and then all of a sudden, man, a couple of negative people come to me. I I, I do everything I can to speak positive. Before I know it, I got the evil bitch face on. Okay, I said it. My sister, I'm not, my sister is held at a higher level than me. I'm gonna tell you what it is. I tell everybody, don't talk <laughs> to me right now. I got the evil bitch face on, and I don't want to talk to anybody. And uh, before I know it, I look around and I'm feeling bad because I'm wondering, where did this come from? It's so easy for things to try to come in and steal and rob you of your joy. But one Uh thing you have to understand is the truth. As my sister said, with Les Brown, the great speaker, and I'm sure he hears from somebody else, practice doesn't make perfect. Because, see, when you feel like you perfected something, sometimes that's how it is when we feel like we perfected our relationship with God. We don't need to talk to him as much or bring him up as much or whatever the case may be because we feel like we perfected it. But you never perfected the walk. You're just getting better. Thing that you didn't used to struggle at. I'm like you, sis. Man, when I don't have to cuss as much, y'all don't know I'm doing a a jig and a dance. Thank you, Jesus. I'm like, I didn't have to Uh pull out my my words today, Lord. I'll show thank you. So I'm here to say that. No matter what you do in life, a business, or whatever, treat God even greater and spend time with him. You know, we think that it has to take all his time. If he requires that of you, then fine. But a lot of times he, he just only re- requires the bigger moment of you when you can stop doing all the busy craziness. Because I've done it, you guys. I've been cooking Doing this, talking on the phone, and finally I had to come in the back room and shut the door and go, I need you. Mm-hmm. This right now. I told the Lord, I woke up early this morning, and I was crying out to him this morning. I had to go outside, and I had to say, I need you. You know, I'm feeling yeah. like that girl today. I'm the sort of kind of way. And I don't, I want you to, I want my vision to be even greater than it was before. Don't take your mm-hmm. whole beard from Please shower me with your holy presence and let me become mindful of you more and more each day, Holy Spirit. So 
Mm. It's up to you to do it, but that's the way. But I have to do it to stay on track. I know that we all have to find our own way, but we're here to keep it real with you so we can help you during your journey and whatever you can yeah. through the week. And Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and hey, bottom line, the show is keep it real, real talk on real issues. You know, we got to keep it real. It, it's none of us are perfect. None of us profess to be perfect, but we are getting better. We are practicing to get better. And that's an awesome, awesome thing. So we thank and praise God. You know, I, our, my focus today when this dropped in my spirit about this topic was to just say, you know, come on, people, don't get distracted. (laughs) I'm laughing because the first thing that was coming to my mind was don't drink the Kool-Aid. Come on. (laughs) They're trying to get you to drink the Kool-Aid. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. And (laughs) you have to know why I'm laughing. (laughs) I do know why. Oh, my God. It's something that I have said all my life almost. It's like, you know, don't, you know, don't make chicken. you drink Kool-Aid. Don't, don't drink Kool-Aid, right? And then to find out that my biological father actually really was in Guyana and drank the Kool-Aid, and that's when he died. It's just like, it's just mind-blogging just to me, just like, oh, my God. Okay, homeboy. It I was talking to my granddaughter. I digress a little bit, but my granddaughter was here with me for a week, as you know. And we were talking, and I was, you know, and because they're just now finding out a lot of, you know, what what went on. Um, in fact, my grandchildren, none of them even knew what Jonestown was. <laughs> so, you know, just looking at document documentaries with them and showing them what happened and what have you. And so we were talking and because they didn't understand when I when I first notified them of who um their great grandfather was and you know, and what happened to them, they didn't really understand the gist of what it meant. And so when I sent them the the little information in his picture, I said, you know, he died November 18, 1978 in Guyana. And I said, yes, he drank the Kool-Aid, okay? And they didn't understand. <laughs> they didn't understand. I mean, Pete, I hope nobody takes offense to this because please hear me. I know it was a horrible, horrible thing. But in the contents that, you know, because they knew me so well, and my daughter was the first one to point this out, was that, all all their lives, they can remember me saying, y'all, don't drink the Kool-Aid now. Come on, you don't believe everything everybody tells you is basically what I'll be telling them, right? And, right? and then to find out that somebody that close to me actually really did drink the Kool-Aid, it was just like, oh, you got to be killing me. Are you serious? So that's why I'm laughing. So, And, again, I pray to God nobody takes offense to this. I, I, I pray. I'm not. I'm not trying to offend anybody. It's just... I'm saying this because it's what I'm used to saying, y'all. Don't drink Kool-Aid. Just don't fall for the okey-doke. Don't believe everything that people are out here saying and perpetrating and trying to get your focus off. That's the whole point. This is the point that I'm really trying to make. Don't lose your focus, okay? This is your season of expansion. This is your season of growth. This is your season to come into your own. As I've said many, many times before, in the midst of chaos, that is when leaders emerge, those that have the fortitude to rise above the situations, rise above the occasions, okay, rise above it. And that's what I'm trying to encourage you to do is to rise above it. Please rise above it. Don't don't allow the enemy victory over you just by getting these all convoluted issues in front of you, and you don't know which way to turn. There's always only Amen. one way to turn, always, and that's the God. Amen. Only way to turn. Amen. Amen. I like that, sis. You know, I'm just praying that who's ever listening, that, you know, when you're out there and you're standing for something, know, again, what you're standing for, know why you're standing for it. Not because of someone else or what someone else said, but because of what you truly in your heart believe what you know. And it's so important to continuously educate yourself 
And the news is not educating yourself because I believe that you're not really getting real news a lot of times. I believe you're getting some mixture of real and fake because it's what keeps us stirred up the way that we are. Absolutely. But to yep. stay close to the Holy Spirit because he will lead and guide you of what to believe and what not to believe. You don't have to be a scholar. You don't have to go to college for the Holy Spirit to deal with you. You don't have to be the highest bishop. You don't have to be the prophetess of the land. But I truly believe if you seek with your whole heart and desire for God to deal with you, he will allow the Holy Spirit to come upon you, and he will teach you. And he said he would, his laws and statutes of which way you should go. And he will give the angels charge over you. I believe that. And again, when you're sitting there pointing your finger at people, your relationship, your family, whatever, you may not be that one in your family, but you may be that one on your job or that one in your church or whatever the case may be. But don't be a busybody. Be busy mm. about it. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Don't be a busybody. But be busy about it, about what God yeah. has for you to do and your purpose on this earth. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Good word, good word, sis. Well, we're down to the last four minutes, so I'm going to ask you to pray over our people, please. You know, I'm just really right now, Heavenly Father, we welcome you in this place in the name of Jesus realness of my heart, Father God, and the honesty of my soul. I come before you right now praying for a nation, not just us, but each individual from the churches to the pulpit to the churches to the choirs to the congregations, those that are not in church right now, the souls that are being misdirected and lost during these times because they depended on the church to be it, but they forgot to seek you, Lord, but they start seeking the church and not you. They start seeking the pastor and not your spirit. I'm praying in the mighty name of Jesus that you will pour out your spirit amongst us and that you will allow your Holy Spirit to prophesy to us during time, that you will teach how to be a power, teach us how to have vision, teach us how to speak positive, think positive, Look positive, stand positive, and be in standing of you. Let us to be the ones not to be peace breakers, but peacemakers. Let us go out yeah. to the land, Father, to send love and not hatred. Father God, let us invoke change of lessons to be learned and not learned habits to be made. So, Father God, help us right now, Father. I'm praying for your people and the ministers right now, the churches that are going through, continue to minister to them and speak to them through the land, the prophets and the prophetess, the apostles throughout the land that you call. Oh, Father God, right now, lead us in the right direction, Father God, to your promised land that we may be able to see. Let us stay focused, Father God. And if we do tend to be off track, and we do, because I do, Father, I'm asking that you allow your Holy Spirit and your angels and circle and camp around us to draw us back into your fold. Allow the shepherd you are to come and get your sheep. And I thank you for who you are, what you are, what you're doing in these times, and whatever you're doing, don't do it without us. We love you, Father God, and continue to speak and blow your spirit amongst us in your land. And continue to feed us mentally, physically, spiritually. In Jesus, amen. I love you. Amen, you. amen. Thank God, thank God. All right, sis, you have an incredibly blessed week, and I pray that I all of our listeners will do the same. And to God be the glory, you guys stay safe out there. Please, please stay safe out there. Amen, amen. Love you, love. Love you, beautiful. We'll see you next time, same time. Amen. Same God channel, same God time. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Let's keep it real.